You reach, I teach. Oh, good. Nice handles. Nice handles, bro. Give me that. Jump. 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 Foul. That's a foul. Ah, oh, I got him. It's a foul. No ref. Ah, oh, Grant Park, Dagger. Wow. How many times have we been here? This is a park. Thanks for joining me, Kyle. This is down the street from your place, so it's not that much of an inconvenience for it you. It is but. no problem at all. Uh, I've, I've had some time to reflect here, to enjoy with the, I'd say, about 100 other people here. This small park, erected in the early 2000s by Governor Schwarzenegger. Oh, you saw that, uh, One that sign right there? One of our favorite people. I was going to talk about that. One of our favorite people. I love this. I tell people that. I say, come to our park, Grant Park. Uh, Arnold, Arnold cut the ribbon on it, which is pretty cool. He is his idea. And yeah, I was here playing basketball. It's a sleepy Wednesday. We usually have a lot of competitive games here. We've been part of a lot of night games with the Motley crew, right? Oh yeah, we've gone. We've thrown bows out here. We've gone. We've gotten in fights out here. It's true. You went for a few hot streaks. I've seen you. Those deflated balls you like to play with. Can you explain how you like the why you like the balls deflated as what? a shooter? Because I know you're a shooter, and I played high school basketball with you. And I know how you like your balls. Yeah. And I know how you like your passes, too. You like them with the seams, right along your line, yeah, perpendicular with your fingers. I definitely do. I, I mean, definitely do. You got, your, you got your things. I just taught this right before you came to a youth. Uh, he's passing me the ball for about an hour, and I never once corrected him on the seams. But at the very end, he was having a hard time making some threes. I said, hey, hey, bud, I noticed that you're, uh, you're not seaming the ball up. And by seam, there's these little black lines on a basketball and you should have those just nice and grooving on your fingers with the nice horizontal line you're looking at. And just catch the seam. And even if someone gives you a bad pass, I told him that. Finally, I said, hey, you were giving me these passes that were kind of spiraling. As a shooter, you really want to just kind of spin that in your hand and get that so you're lined up. And ideally, you want to pass to somebody that way as well with a nice backspin. And I went through a few shots and told him, and here's the reason why you want that backspin. It's more likely to kind of go through the rim. It's not going to spin out. It'll spin in or bounce up and spin in with a nice backspin. Hmm. It's going to be a friendlier bounce. As opposed to front spinning or no spin or at all? Or a little corkscrew spin, a side spin like a planet would. Whoa. And so it has this nice backspin. And it's really refreshing when you make a swish and it kind of bounces back to you. And the same reasons for why I like my ball a little deflated. It's going to have a friendlier bounce, unlike you know the one we just saw. And so... Uh, those are those kind of little steps. If my teammate, and just like I'll pass to my teammate, gives me a nice seam, less work for me. But naturally, I'm going to find the seam. And then a little little deflated. I always kind of pick the ball we use for our game ball or pick the one for the drill. Or I still like to do that. And then, you know, might be the odds in my favor. You just want to feel good as an athlete, right? You want to feel good. Like, do you know this? I'm going to switch sports on you real quick. I know we're enjoying basketball, but looking at a baseball field here and there's a lot of talk about baseball right now. Uh, you know this Manny Machado stuff? Manny Machado, that's a Dodger, right? That's a Dodger. That's the guy that slid in and hit home plate? That's right, big-time Dodger. But earlier, he knew he wasn't going to get a base hit, so he didn't jog all the way through the bag. And old-school players, commentators, they don't really like that. And this guy was talking on the radio today about how it's just not the right way. And that was his point. It's not the right thing not the, for the integrity of the game. And I 100% agree. But I think it's one step further I would like to touch on. It's the same reason why the seam thing, all that works. You want to feel good as an athlete, right? I, he was saying one thing that pisses him off is when runners know they're not going to be safe, and so they step over the base. And now that's a bad habit for many reasons because now mentally you're not always doing that. If something happens, you're, you're going to be out. Yeah, that could happen on the next rep. It could happen on the next rep. So the same thing. 
in basketball. It's repetition, right? These are all repetitive acts. So you should seam the ball. You should run through to the bag. You should always be square. You know, you should always block, even though you don't think you're going to be actively blocking in football. You should just do those things, box out, because. Here's what I always forget. I mean, all those things are mechanical, but I kind of always forget to compete when I'm out here. You know what I mean? Like, high school compete. Like, like you're fighting for that position. Like, somebody's taking it away from you. When I'm out here, I get some, sometimes I get lackadaisical or, ah, oh, it's just a pickup game. Then you end up losing and you freaking start hitting yourself over it. And we look at each other like, what the hell happened? We lost to these 14-year-olds. Just because they were trying harder. It's not because they're more talented or bigger. They got a better shot or they're better looking. All those things, definitely not. But they just came out here and they said, and I remember when I was that age too, I did not lose. I swear to God. I did not lose one one one-on-one game. I might have still not lost one one game. I can't even think of one. But I remember I used to take those super seriously and I used to compete every single time. My sneakers hit this court. And it's funny. When you sit back and you reflect after losing to those punk kids or those old farts or whoever, whatever side of it you're on, you go, man, was it worth it? Like, why did I slack off? You wouldn't do that. You wouldn't do that willfully, I wouldn't expect, in the bedroom. Just go, hey, I'm going to clock this one in. Like, I'm just going to phone it in, like, just half-ass it, right? Because you know you're setting yourself up for failure. Oh, hell no. You got to go in there all out. You can't, you can't, like... The last thing in her mind's got to be you going buck wild, right? It can't just you being going, you know, just laying back and expecting things to happen. No, you got to, you got to make it happen. I know, I know, I'm a little bit different, but I feel like every man, every woman who competes, who plays ball, wants the same thing. Every time they step on the court, if that person see me again, like we're podcasting right now. This guy just walked by earlier, five minutes ago. He plays ball here usually on this day. His daughter. He looked at us. We're podcasting, talking about the game. He knows us. He knows oh, those shit, those those guys. Don't you want people on the court to go, oh, shit, it's, those, it's that guy that balls. Not that guy I, that I saw lose to the 14-year-olds. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's all about your legacy, man. Everywhere you go. And so that's why you got to always do the right thing. You can't half-ass it. Even if you're playing your buddies, you know, or you're playing your, your kids. Don't you think LeBron takes it easy on Bron Jr.? Hell no. Hell no. Hell no, man. They're out here competing, and it's, I don't think about legacy more than when I think about basketball. I don't know why. Maybe because since I was young, I always thought I'd be the greatest basketball player of all time. And now that hasn't happened, and times have passed, and I've tried to, uh, what's the word, translate that dream into other areas of my life. I could be the goat in a lot of other things. But I, I do, when I get that out on the court, I think of legacy. And I think of the legacy amongst my friends. How my friends are going to remember me when I played basketball? Are they going to remember me as, like, some guy who was worried about his toe, who just stopped competing out there just because he was a little bit hurt? No. I'm going to be out there with every fucking limb. I'm not going to stop. And I'm going to hold you to the same standard, Kyle. You're that grit and grind kind of guy, Dagger. I know that if I'm playing against you, I got to play deep. I got to box out. I got to bring my offensive game. I got to make sure that I'm not letting you cut on me. All that stuff a smart player does, and when you're on my team, I just revel in it. I go, here we go. A little, little telepathic communication here going on on the court. Yeah. Um, but here we are, a couple guys sitting on the court in jerseys, right? Our first dream job was that of an NBA player until probably the point where we had to go to college, and a college team wouldn't pick us up, and we went, well, shit. 
can't play in college. How do I play in pros? <laughs> there was no G League then overseas. So it just kind of stopped there. And we were like, all right, I like this major in this school. And we're winners. And so we took our legacy there and became really good engineer and really good designer. And we just kind of moved forward. But every time we were on the court, we're kind of playing that job. We're kind of the baller, the baller version. That's right. It didn't die on the court. It just died off the court. Yeah. I know exactly that feeling you're saying when you were a kid. I used to go to LA Fitness and act like I run the, that place. I was 16, 17. I'd show up with grown men, and I would talk shit, and I'd play hard, and I'd, I'd try to win, and I'd win. And sometimes I don't do that, but I'm not usually – that's not really my character. I pretty much try a little too hard in these games. Yeah, you, you in particular, I know I can rely on to com- compete with. And uh, you've held me to that standard plenty of times, especially after a day of beers and stuff. And you just kind of want to, like, get back on the beach and stop playing ball. No. Didn't take a minute off. Hard cuts. I'm talking, like, V-cuts. Not these semi-circles I've been doing lately. Just, like, shit. Stuff that can, like, tear your ACL, like, instantly. So, no, you're, you're doing well. Don't knock on wood there. But, yeah, well, that's called resistance training, that day of beers followed by rigorous exercise. You, you need to do that to the body to get gains. It's a little resistance training. So, Kyle, it's, it's what is it, it's like 6 o'clock right now? Yeah. Um, this is a park. I mean, there's some, some kids out here. But wouldn't you expect this to be a little bit more packed? I know you say you come here more often on Wednesdays. And- Wednesday is usually one of at least two, three nights a week that Grant Park is loaded with four-on-four action where there's rotation. I mean, I've seen a quad roll up here with lights on, music playing, uh, blunts being smoked, just all sorts of fun. Uh, But college athletes even come through here, a couple locals. Can we attribute this to the Dodger game? I don't. It's either the Dodger game or the fact NBA just started. There's some sports on TV because Wednesday night's usually the night. It's usually something like Sunday, Monday, Wednesday. Mm-hmm. and uh, But, you know, it's usually late, but it feels like this is about the time. But here we are. I mean, we're ready. We're ready. This podcast ends whenever someone says three on three. Yeah, we're actually sitting on the bench uh, waiting for two capable players to come up on this court so we can start playing and balling. Podcast, and we're just podcasting for fun here. We're not, we're not taking this too seriously. Um, Kyle, I wanted to introduce something to you I brought. It's a gift. It's, it's not for you. It's a, oh. it's a gift to the podcast. Okay. It's I understand. Called, it's called a rant cam. So anytime you got a rant in you, yeah. I want you to grab this cube. And rant. Which is, uh, I guess the brand is GoPro. Okay. And I want you to press this top button and speak directly to the world. And give it a rant. Just no pressure, but I'm going to put it right here on your side. Just a rant. Just a rant. I mean, I got a rant. You got a rant? And you go ahead and press that button, count the two in your head, and then just let it fly. You know, I got a problem. Don't hold it. Oh, shit. We got technical. Take three. (laughs) Take three. Let's see. I probably took it. Here we go. All you. I got a problem. With NBA players wearing these rainbow-colored shoes. Big problem. You wear team color, home color, which is white, or away color, which is black. You can wear anything else you want. 
okay, off court. But when you're on the court, team colors. That's a good one. I like that one. I'm going to go off of what you said because that's a good topic. Press this little button here. And furthermore, why the fuck are you worrying about colors? You're out there on the court. You should be making hoops. You should be worrying about buckets, numbers, statistics, teammates. Colors? Are you kidding me? Colors on your socks? Colored jerseys? Kyle, what the hell are you? Colors? <laughs> I mean, yeah, colors? Colored hair? We're out here talking colors? Get the fuck out of here. Talking ball. Talking hoops. Points. Yeah, I don't get it. I don't get it. That's my hot take. It bugs me. It's been boiling up. And it's gone too far. Now the NBA has made it official for them to be able to legally do it. Uh, some rules have changed in the NBA, right? Yeah, that's one of them. Any color. And then the shot clock one, right? 14 <laughs> seconds. After what? offensive rebound? Oh, I didn't catch Instead that. of 24? I didn't catch that. I don't like that. It speeds I up mean, the game. I mean, you know, it usually happens anyways. But What do you, what do you mean? They, they automatically well, this, shoot it? Well, the flow usually. of the game, after an offensive rebound, usually people are out of position, and there's only takes a matter of one to two passes before you're going to see that ball go up again. Mm-hmm. So I don't... But, but now you take away a team's ability to get an offensive rebound and reward themselves with a full shot clock. You know, like the Spurs, and slow it down, and grind you down again. You know, I think that's the way the game's been played since it's been kind of iterated. So I don't understand why why they're changing that one. It speeds up the game. The game's already pretty fast. If you want to speed up the game, don't do so many TV timeouts and don't do so many instant replays and reviews and tiki tack shit. Oh yeah, for sure. And throw some big men in there for God's sake. Yeah. Like what the hell? Yeah. Like, the NBA used to be full of big men. I have this poster we recently put up, signed by Shaquille O'Neal, and he's just aggressively going over to Kimbe Mutombo. And I think about all the other guys that were playing during that time, Alonzo Mourning, Patrick Ewing. You had just huge, big guys throwing it down there. Hakeem the Dream, Elijah Wong, Carl Malone, big-time guys that were just bang, bang, banging. Every guy who was a center for every team during that era was a just enforcer. And now we have a couple guys that are really great uh, at being big and athletic, a la Anthony Davis or a Jokic or something like that, Porzingis, but they're not really strong or enforcer guys. You know, Al Horford is like the last big man, and he's like small, right? Like he plays like a big man. Yeah, I mean, I'd put like four or five guys before him well, as I'm far a, as I'm like big and, big and strong. Um, but who are actively, like, still ag- adapting to the league. Like, Gortat isn't adapting to the league. He's on the way out. Yeah, Dwight Howard's yeah. not adapting to the yeah, league. Yeah, he's on the way out, for sure. Jokic is the only guy I can think of right now. Um, Marc Gasol. Yeah, where's he been? He's, Marc Gasol's just dude. pissed off at a situation over there. that he's stuck in Memphis. He's waiting to come to L.A. Like the Memphis Blues. Supposedly everybody's trying, waiting to come to L.A. That's what I'm hearing. That's what I'm hearing. I got it. I grabbed the GoPro again just to do a take on LA. <laughs> Go for I it. Yeah, take one on LA. <laughs> uh, Hoop. These guys got a good shot. It's yeah, refreshing to watch them just make shots. These guys got some good shot. Good mm. form. Mm. Mm. I once played against a guy here, pro baller from the Philippines. Guy dominated us. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Damn. He was pulling off reverse dunks in a pickup game. 
Um, he was probably what taller than Damien, same height, same maybe inch shorter. I feel, but ripped, ripped, like ripped, quick, and then vertical just popped up on his shot, just stopped on the dime and just rose up. Exactly how you want to shoot. It was great. Yeah, his passing sucked though. It did. And he wasn't cocky, so that was nice. He wasn't cocky. Yeah, but he tried hard. He did. He tried hard. He, he tried hard. He, like. And, it would have sucked if he didn't try hard and we would have beaten him. Like, he probably didn't try all the way, mm-hmm. but he tried hard enough to beat guys trying hard. Well, he just didn't turn it off. He can't turn it off. Professionals can't turn it off. And then, well, because they, they wouldn't made it if they were used to turning it off. Like, they wouldn't have made it to the professional level. Yeah, like, their worst days are, are the average person's, like, best days in a year. But I think that factor is still huge, man. It's that effort. It's so apparent when a player doesn't have effort because at the high school or college level they're pulled you never see them at the nba level sometimes they get coddled but they end up getting called out or traded or not getting their contract renewed so you barely see a player not with not trying hard not putting the effort in because there's no use for it it's only on here on the concrete courts that you see it because it's unorganized jungle justice (laughs) jungle justice I listen to the podcast. So I was just, you know, I like our terms. I like that. <laughs> it applies. Look at tennis over there, too. Yeah, this guy's cleaning up. He's got a little clinic. He had these kids doing high knees and grapevines and shagging balls. Yeah, I don't know about these tennis instructors. I'm just, I'm not, so, I'm not completely. So I had a tennis instructor when I was younger, and uh, I didn't really like him. But I was put through the classes, and I won league, and all this stuff. And I guess I, I became a successful tennis player up through high school. But I just didn't like—I didn't like his position of power. He's hitting ball like he's hitting these balls really hard at you. He's just whacking them, and you're supposed to return them. And even times that he had this uh, this machine that just shoots them out at you. Lobster. Yeah, so it's, it's basically training you out of fear. Like you got to hit the balls as fast as you can because they're coming. Boom, 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 boom. Yeah, those machines can freak you out, like like a batting cage. Mm-hmm. I went 60-mile-per-hour one when I was 11. Mm-hmm. It scared the shit out of me. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't like a coach that was just shooting balls. I mean, imagine a basketball coach that was just launching basketballs at you. We've had a few, <laughs> actually. <laughs> um, but, yeah, you know, I think more hands-on. But it's hard because tennis balls, there's so many tennis balls. you got to... These kids, I mean, you, you tried to teach me tennis for 30 minutes, shagging balls everywhere. Weren't you terrified? And I was just trying to be nice. No, I wasn't terrified. No. <laughs> I was terrified of my teammate. <laughs> my doubles teammate. That's fun. I got to get into tennis. That's a great game if you're quick and it's all about a lot of effort, a lot of, a lot of just good fundamentals. It's a fun game. Yo, we got a Rose Bowl barbecue this Sunday. No, we don't. Is that for real? It's not happening? You don't believe it? You don't believe Trevor? You calling him out? Uh, I mean, it was just a cursory text. Mm, What am I supposed to do with that? He sounded pretty definitive about it. And then the next person said no. Oh, no, I think it was more like, no. Mm, It was the dot, dot, dot. I would have liked a no. (laughs) No way, dude. A no. I thought it was like a no. Mm. I'm going to enjoy the Rose Bowl. So is, is this a Rose Bowl, mixed sports, barbecue jam? Oh, I'm not going, but yeah, yeah. I think. Uh, <laughs> oh, you're not going? <laughs> no, I might go. But uh, I'm, well, I'm going to um, try. I'm going to try and go. I mean, it's 
it seems like one of these things where we're getting to the point where there should be like a all for none kind of attitude. You know, we all go all for one or one for none, you know, whatever it is. Three yeah. Musketeers kind of thing. I think we yeah. just need a, a few guys. Hey, man, what's going on? What's your name? Ashton. Ashton, how's it going? Coming to hoop? Heck yeah, Ashton. This is Dagger. I'm Kyle. Uh, you're, we're, you're listening to Don't Forget the Coffee. We're podcasting here from Grant. We're going to hoop too. It's the setup. Yeah, the little mobile setup. Yeah. You want to get on this? Nah, yeah, come on. You shy? You shy of conversation? <laughs> Should have had him in the rant can. Oh, uh, that's all right, man. But yeah, it's like, uh, I think that the mixed sports is great when there's strength in numbers. Like the one before your wedding was crazy big. That was awesome. It doesn't have to always be that big. But, uh, you know, Nick and Nat, me and Trevor cooking up a couple of patties isn't the same. Mm-hmm. You kind of want to do it big and do it right and get the numbers behind you. Then you start really playing. Then you start mixing all the sports. It's the same way with this, this court dagger. Started with nobody on the court, and then one guy. Guy shoots with him. Another guy shoots with him. We're just watching swishes after swishes. Another guy just walks up. Mm-hmm. Another guy. I like how a pickup evolves. It's like, yeah, it just starts with one guy shooting by himself out there on the court. He could leave, but he's hoping for something I could either maybe or maybe not come later you know it usually starts with somebody watching someone shoot at least one basket because as they're approaching they see at least one basket and they can decide if that is the kind of player they want to play with right Mm -hmm. like it just takes a couple baskets Mm -hmm. like that no (laughs) he's actually pretty good i played with him he's made oh really yeah no he's pretty good uh so that's why you might need a few shots you know maybe a couple takes and then you gotta somebody's gotta initiate uh-huh. In life, no more that. That's why the courts are great. Uh-huh. No one's swiping to play me basketball. Like, there's not a photo of. There could be that photo of us, and someone swipes to play two on two with us and meet up. <laughs> but there's not. Right now, it's just catcalling. You walk up, to someone. Hey, you want to play? Or hey, I got next. You got to man on man. Just say what's up. Maybe not. <laughs> We're watching the same. I'm. I'm glad this is happening. I was actually getting. Uh apprehensive about this court but people are coming here now i think we got four on the court now and then four with us the two it's six yeah so maybe we get threes here in a little bit start playing they probably think we're a bunch of joe schmoes here some millennials with jerseys on trying to podcast and youtube and shit oh uh, nah is that what we look like right now we're doing it all okay just making sure i think i mean do we have <laughs> do we have like the most athletic shoes on <laughs> i guess yeah yeah so that's what it matters it's got to be the kicks, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, brother. I want to jump in here. These guys are playing. I got to compete. So so it's perfect Perfect in there, man. Someone's got to ask. Who's going to ask? To play? To play. Y'all want to play ball? Three on three? No. No? He says yes. He says no. Well, we need to get numbers. Jumping in. Let's, we're jumping in. All right, Dagger. Let's do this. All right. We'll get one more. That's all right.